Welcome to Inner Bloom, a podcast about spirituality and intuitive empowerment, where we help each other evolve and ascend through conscious community. I'm Alexa, a healer who utilizes EFT, also known as tapping, to help you process stuck emotions, release limiting beliefs, and reconnect with your inner child. I'm Ambrosia, a psychic medium and Arcturian channel, here to uplift and inspire you to see that you are capable of more than you know. Together, we empower people to live extraordinary lives. We do want to warn you, if you hang out with us long enough, you'll start to believe in yourself and realize that you're capable of anything. Enjoy Enjoy the the show. show. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Inner Bloom. I'm Alexa. And I am Ambrosia. Welcome, welcome. Hello. (laughs) How are you, Ambrosia? I I am. It's always like jarring to me when you call me Ambrosia. It's not that I don't like it. It's just like, oh, hello. Um, I I like calling you Ambrosia. Um, I'm doing well today. How are you? I'm doing well, too. Um, Yeah, got feeling pretty in the zone in a lot of ways, which is very interesting um, and definitely related to what we're going to talk about today. But I'm excited because tomorrow you and I are driving to Washington, D.C., where we're going to do a photo shoot together. Yay! I'm so excited. So basically, we realized like a month ago that we've been doing this podcast for two years and we've let we don't have one professional photo together. Not one. Now, we do have photos together that Leah has taken. Thank you, Leah. And we on her cell phone. And we do have for um, professional photos when we were at the last retreat. Mm hmm but not like an actual scheduled photo shoot together. Like there's not one professional photo though of me and you smiling together. Not one. We have one by the fire. Okay, but that is not like a headshot photo. That is like a style. Well, that's photo. what I that's what I mean. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, what I yeah. mean by like a Chelsea, we know that you're a professional oh, photographer. Oh, my God. And Chelsea's you have perfect. taken some amazing pictures. And so yeah. we are not downgrading you at all. Oh, no. We love it. Chelsea took all these amazing photos of our last retreat. If you don't know Chelsea, you should follow her. Her name's Chelsea Fossil, And she is hilarious, extremely gifted. And what's she doing now? This thing for kids. Yes, her and her wife have this group where they um, post like different science activities for kids and different activities to help your kids learn at home um, while they're doing online learning or homeschooling or whatever. But it's they really are, neat. They are so creative. And if you want to f- find that, you can look up what the Fossil, F-A-U-S-E-L on Facebook. It's pretty awesome. And um, so cool. It's like a Pinterest, but you can ask questions. It's really nice. <laughs> That's so great. I joined the group even though I don't have kids. I, I know. Like, I know. I, it asked me if it was like, is it okay for Alexa to join? It asked me and I was oh, like, yeah, I mean, Thanks I for guess. allowing me. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I'm only here for the highest good, I promise. Just for the fun. Just for the fun. Um, yeah. So <clears throat> anyway, so uh, oh, real quick before we get into things. 
Our inner our Patreon exclusive interview with Jesus is live on our Patreon site. So anyone who wants to view that video interview, uh, it was pretty awesome. We asked everyone's questions and uh, his vibe was pretty cool. I don't think either of us were expecting that. Um, mm. And it was cool because we were actually both tuning in uh, intuitively. Yeah. So I was struggling to keep up with Ambie's speed, but um, it's still... <laughs> it was still interesting. So if you guys want to check that out you and you're not one of our patrons, you can become a patron for uh, $5. Um, uh, or you can pick one of the higher tiers, but it, you can join for as little as $5 and you'll have access to all of our exclusive content. We are we just asked our patrons which celebrity they want us to do next. Um, we gave them three options. <clears throat> so uh, uh, we should tell everybody the options. Oh, OK. You tell them. Um Robin Williams, mm-hmm. Einstein, or Steve Irwin? Yes. Robin Williams, oh, Einstein, or Steve Irwin? Don't pick Einstein. I'm nervous. And yeah, she's. <laughs> he's probably going to get picked for that reason. I know, right? And he was going to be like, he's going to be like, what were you nervous about? Just like Jesus. I love that. That was a really was German, good impersonation. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a really good impersonation. <laughs> Jesus was like, what took you so long? Why are you so scared to talk to me? <laughs> I don't know because it's Jesus. <laughs> I don't know if you're frozen. No, you're not. Okay. No. Um, anyway. Yeah. So uh, our link to our Patreon is in our show notes, and you can always click that and check us out. Um, yes. So on. One to other t- thing. The oh, retreat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The so we have a virtual retreat. We're not hosting it, but we're a part of it. It's going to be this weekend. Um. Saturday and Sunday. Saturday and Sunday. If you want to be a part of it, tickets are on sale right now. So we'll link the uh, website in the show Mm -hmm. notes. Mm -hmm. So that way you can buy tickets. It's all about um, inclusivity and um, really taking that into your life and embodying that in unique ways. And there's going to be multiple speakers and we are two of those speakers. Yeah, we're really excited. We're going to be talking about intuition and self-sabotage. And everybody else is going to be talking about, you know, all types of things like being in your body, which is really important when you're kind of doing new things and um, so much magical stuff. Um, And a lot of the speakers are people that we've had on this podcast. So definitely check it out. And uh, that will be in the show notes as well as Ambie said. Yeah. All right. All right. Now let's move on. (laughs) Now, on to the main course. So, essentially, um, the past week or so, Ambrosia and I have been going through a pretty challenging experience together and um, and in our business. And we're not going to go into the details. And honestly, the details aren't even that important um, for what we want to talk about today. Because what we want to talk about is what happens when you go through this really challenging experience when all of your fears and all of your doubts and all of your, uh, you know, stuff you thought you dealt with or stuff that you haven't dealt with. Insecurities. Yeah, it comes back up. Um, It feels like this is happening for everyone right now in their own way, like in a really big way. It feels like totally, like no longer are we able to ignore these lessons that we might have kind of like run from in the past, right? Mm -hmm. And so we wanted to take today's episode just to talk about what we've learned from going through our challenging experience. Because here's the beautiful thing about challenging experiences is that they they really do um, 
get you to the heart of who you are and they really do help you launch into like a whole nother version of yourself truly like when you are at your lowest low it it gives you the potential to go to your highest high you know mm, yeah and i i definitely see how that's happening here but yeah so we're going to talk about that today and hopefully this is helpful for those of you who are going through something similar so I know what I've learned, Amy. I, I've been like thinking. Go ahead. About this you a lot. share. You share. I'll oh. I'll sit here and ponder as okay. I listen to you. <laughs> okay. Well, chime in whenever you'd like. But one of the biggest things that I've been learning through this experience is it's that quote. It's like fall down seven times, get up eight. Hmm. Um, you know, there's been many times in my life where a big, scary, challenging experience like this one would have just knocked me out like would have just taken me out. And actually it has many, many times, you know, like it's been like so intense that I've just been like, okay, I'm done with that. And I run away and I go to something else. And it makes your life very, very, you know, small when you have to keep running from things and you won't get back up and try again. And so in this experience, one of the biggest thing that is coming through for me is, no, you, you, from now on, you always get back up. It doesn't matter what has happened. It doesn't matter how scary it is. It doesn't matter how much you know doubt you have in yourself. Your motto is, I get up every single time and I try again. And, mm-hmm. and I think that's something extremely valuable um, because you know, like you can't live your life in fear, right? And, and, and we all fall all the time. That's part of life. You're going to fall down. Like a baby, they fall down when they're trying to walk, but they don't just stop and say, I'm never going to try again and I'm just going to crawl for the rest of my life. No, they eventually get this back up. This just isn't and, meant for me. Yeah. I'm just going to stay <laughs> I'll here. just stay down here. <laughs> yeah, no, they always get back up, right? And yeah. so if you're going through something challenging, don't let the message be you're not good at this or you suck or yeah, like you're or it's not safe to do so, whatever it is. Um, really find that inner strength and say, OK, I fell down. I'm OK. And I'm going to get back up and try it again, even just to show myself that I can, you know, so I don't get stuck in this. You're really... Go ahead. You're really speaking to me today. My kids are screaming. Um, and, you know, there are, there are fears that I feel like everybody has. Everybody has, like, some level or another fear of rejection, right? And I know for me that this hit one of those, that fear of rejection and feeling not enough. And it's going back to for me, it's going back to whatever the fear is that's coming up that's in your face. Because I feel like a lot of people are dealing, especially in 2020, with this situation of, I didn't really want this to happen, and it did, and I've got to face it. Mm -hmm. And so, one, you lived through it. It's okay. You've survived 100% of your worst days. Mm -hmm. And it's probably not as bad as you thought. Mm -hmm. And... Now you know that on some level, whatever happened, was there some truth to it? Is there something that you could do better, right? Mm-hmm. And then on another level, is there, did you really give it your all? You know, did you really put everything you had on the line and try to make it work? 
And for, I can only speak for me and for me, yeah, I did. Um, but it is, it is the idea of, you know, we're just human beings and everybody is going through a battle that you have nothing, you know, nothing about. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also feel like it's it's really eye-opening because I love the idea of – I really love the idea of human psychology and, and really diving into why people do the things they do. And so hurt people hurt people, right? And I've noticed this on Facebook and social media and things like that too. It's the idea of I'm hurt and so now I want to make you hurt. And so if there are people out there, I was watching this play out on Facebook the other day, like this lady was talking badly about someone and everybody in the comments is like, oh, cancel her, you know, she's horrible, blah, 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 blah. And that may be true and it may not be, but obviously this person that started this is hurt. Mm -hmm. And so there's a reason that that's coming out. But I also feel like it's an opportunity to really look at why am I hurting right now? Mm -hmm. You know, what, what does this show me about myself? What does it show me about the way I view the world? Mm -hmm. And then it gives everybody in the situation an opportunity to, to learn. Oh yeah. It's like a huge gift really. It is. It doesn't feel like it. Nope. <laughs> but, but it is because we're always learning. And, and it's also the, the other thing I want to say is don't let anybody tell you how you should feel about a situation, how you should show up in the world, what you should do better or worse, right? Mm -hmm. And then who you should be. Like, fuck that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's this idea of, and this is just an idea of, I've built the person that I am today and nobody gets to take that away from me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Like, you know, I think tough times really make you question yourself sometimes, you know, because like Ambie said, you know, she, she was like, you know, I, I really felt like I did do my best. Was there things I could learn or things I could do differently next time? Yeah. And that's always the case. It's always the case in every one of these situations that, yeah, you can always take something away from it and you can always do better next time because as Abraham Hicks says, it's, ne it's never done and um, you can never get it wrong and you can never get it done, right? It's always improving. Right you're always improving as a person. Um, and again, that's why experiences like this are gifts in one aspect because you have the opportunity to learn. Um, mm -hmm. But it also can make you really doubt yourself. And um, and I think I agree with you, Ambie, is like it, this is also an opportunity to validate yourself and to stand strong for yourself and to set boundaries and say, you know what? Like I think I did everything that I could. This is, mm -hmm. you know, how I see things. And it's okay that you have this opinion and I'll hold space for you to share that. But I don't have to absorb that. I don't have to take that on as my new opinion of myself. Mm 
And mm-hmm. I think it's very easy for us as humans to do that because think about it when you're little, right? And an adult says, oh, shame. Like, actually, I was thinking mm-hmm. about this uh, recently. This is so weird. But I was thinking about how when I was in like, I think I was in like second grade or something, I went to the bathroom. I asked to go to the bathroom like two of my friends had gone to the bathroom and then I asked to go to the bathroom in the middle of some like stupid part of class where it was kind of like free time but not really. Anyway, we go to the bathroom and we're all like standing in there talking and I don't know how this happened, but next thing I know, I like I don't even know logistically how this happened. Next thing I know, I'm standing on top of the sink in the ba- in the like I know it's so weird. I'm trying to even understand how like that would just happen. Somehow it came to be, and we're just laughing and talking. Nothing's happening. But a teacher comes in and all of a sudden goes, like she looks at the girls standing on the regular ground. Then she looks at me and goes, get down from there right now. What are you girls doing? And just is like projecting just shame, 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 so much shame, right? And I remember thinking, wait, I'm confused. What Did I do something that bad? Her reaction was if I had, like, killed somebody. You know what I mean? And I was very confused because I felt like the action that I took and the response from her did not match. Yet, because I could not rationalize why she was reacting that way, I immediately, like, believed her. I was like, I'm so bad. I'm so bad. I'm so wrong. And I remember, like, I had to tell my mom that night, like, what am I telling her? That I stood on a sink at school. You know what I mean? Like, sorry. But I I took on all of the shame. And because I took that to my mom, she reacted like, oh, my God. You know, she reflected that back to me. Mm-hmm. And anyway, I think this came up for me to see, like, you know, you didn't really do anything that wrong. It was this teacher's perspective of we were not only in, not in class, but we were, like, doing something dangerous or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and her response was such that I decided to accept that about myself and say, oh, I'm bad. I'm bad. It's something really wrong. Well, I think the, I think the big thing with adults is one, you could have gotten hurt. Right. And so they're gonna, yes, you could have gotten hurt. Yeah. And so they're reflecting that fear of something bad is going to happen Mm -hmm. onto you and you shouldn't be doing this action. And so it's it's the fear of, oh my God, this is a bad thing, right? Combined with you did something wrong. And so it creates so much shame. It's the same as if you were to run out in the street. You know, your mom's mm-hmm. gonna have a reaction of like, oh my God, like how dare you? I remember my sister tells the story about how, um, her dad was playing with um, her and she was trying to, he was trying to chase her and she was like running away from him and she ran out in the street and he like freaked out and like smacked her on the butt and like lost it. And she couldn't understand what she had done that was so wrong because they were just playing that he was chasing her and her child self couldn't put together that it was because he was afraid for her safety Um, until logically when we get older and we understand like it's not a safe thing, the adult's acting out in fear and frustration because the child won't listen now. Um, but, but I also feel like that's 
how most people respond is something bad's going to happen. And so I'm going to react with fear and fear turns into shame. Like you're saying on the other person's end of I've done something really bad. I've done something really horrible Mm -hmm. um, because I'm responsible for this person's feelings, even though that's not true. And I've let them down in some way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think like I've been doing a lot of, I've been looking up a lot of research on like um, how our words imprint in children's minds. Mm -hmm. And when you say to, when you say to a child, um, you made me really sad. You made me really upset. You really Mm -hmm. disappointed me. What the child perceives is, I am responsible for this person's emotions. Mm -hmm. And so when we take that into adulthood, we take that as I have to make sure that everybody's happy Mm -hmm. because I'm responsible for their emotions. Yeah. And that's not true. And it's not the intention of the adult necessarily that you're responsible for my emotions. We just don't learn how to communicate and we are, which I totally think we should learn in school. And we're not taught how our words and our actions affect other people, you know, and mm-hmm. how to differentiate your shit from my shit. Totally. I was tuning in today about that and how seeing how we're just so used to like, it's like hot potato with like shame, right? We're so, and we do yeah. this with words. We're like, we're like, oh no, now I'm feeling the shame. And we're like, hot potato. And we like throw it back to the other person. We're like, no, yeah. you did this. And then the other person's like, yeah. no, you did this. And and we throw this around until we're all just filled with all this shame and all this fear and all this anger. And mm-hmm. really, this is one of the other big things I've been learning is like the strongest thing that anyone can do in any situation where there's a disagreement or there's anger or there's hurt um, on both sides, the strongest mm-hmm. thing and the most powerful thing I think that anyone can do is just hold everyone in love. And now that doesn't mean that's easy. It doesn't mean that everything's all sunshine and butterflies and, you know, it's like... It doesn't mean that you let someone treat you like crap either. Exactly. But you hold yourself in love. You hold the, you, the, you have respect for the other person. Mm-hmm. You allow them to be heard. Um, and yeah, like you said, Ambi, it doesn't mean that you, again, we've already talked about this, like take what they're saying as the truth, as your truth. You just mm-hmm. understand that, um, that love is the thing that we're really all missing, is love is the thing that is never present within these arguments, is never present within these challenges, is never present because, like I said, we're so trained to to be like, I'm not to blame, you're to blame. You know, like yeah. it's really hard to bring love into that normally. And so I feel like we're in this really important time as human beings of learning how to do this, you know, of learning how to lead with love um, and and have, like you said, empathy for where everyone is coming from, even if they're hurting you, to really understand like they're hurt. Like you said, they're going through things that I can never understand because it's from their perspective and I can accept that and I can honor that, right? Um, but like you said, it also doesn't mean it it also doesn't mean that you can't draw a boundary. Um, 
And or so it doesn't it doesn't mean to hurt other people because you're hurting either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I just get the feeling too that like man, we're about to learn so much of this in the coming months because the election coming up, I can feel is going to really be bringing this up in a very big way for a lot of people like it's like we're going to be pit against each other um, in a lot of ways, you know, by the media and by those who might benefit from that. And I feel like it's really important to start thinking about this now and start practicing this now as much as possible so that we don't get drawn into this um, old wound in a really big way. And it's not, and it's definitely challenging for sure. It's not that it comes easy. Um, but I think that the people that listen to this podcast, we are the ones who've been doing the work. We are the ones who've, who, who are ready to take this step, a lot of us. And it's just about starting to change those patterns. And we're, and guess what? Right now, we're probably all getting practice with it. I know we are. I know I am, you know. Um, mm-hmm. But I also think it's about admitting your flaws too. Like admitting that you're not perfect. And and I, I'll give an example of this. I used to be really upset that here's the pattern that would happen with my husband and I. I would do the, um, I would ask him to do the dishes. He would be doing the dishes. I would feel guilty because I am not doing the dishes because I'm a woman. And I know that that's logically a fucked up thought. I don't care. This is my thought. Okay. Mm -hmm. I would feel like I'm not doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right. And so I would tell him, I'll just do the dishes. I'll do it. It's fine. It's fine. And he's like, are you sure? Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. And I start to do the dishes and in my head, now I'm angry. Now I'm like, motherfucker never does the dishes, blah, 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 blah. And I'm starting to build resentment and I'm starting to build anger. And then I don't even ask him to do the dishes and I'm just angry doing them, right? So this is one example, but here's how to break a pattern like that because now he's the problem, right? But he's not the actual problem. I'm the problem. I'm the problem because I don't know how to ask for help. I'm the problem because I feel shamed that I should be doing something when I really shouldn't be doing that. We both eat. We both need to do the dishes. You know, they're not his dishes. They're not my dishes. They're our dishes. And so it's about working on that inner stuff, even if it seems so small, like asking for help to do the damn dishes. It's about really noticing what am I upset about? What is going on in my head that I feel like I can't even ask for help when it comes to getting what I need, right? Mm -hmm. And so it's nobody else's fault if I can't ask for help with the dishes. That's my shit. Mm -hmm. And that's when it comes to now is the time to really have discernment. Now is the time to really understand I'm not perfect. I've got a lot of shit to work on. I've come a long way, but I still have stuff to work on. Nobody's perfect. Mm -hmm. And so I feel like it's understanding that we're not pitted against each other, but it's understanding that stay out of people's business. You need to work on your shit, your own stuff. Mm -hmm. Don't worry about Sally Joe. You worry about you. 
Mm-hmm. Because for the rest of the year, it's only going to get harder. Mm-hmm. And so it's really challenging if you're constantly projecting your fear, your shame, your hatred, your doubt onto other people when you should be looking at within. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean you let people treat you like shit, but that doesn't mean that you treat other people like shit either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just taking accountability for how <laughs> you feel or for exactly. what's coming up. Yeah, I think that's really, really important. And um, yeah, you and I have been doing a lot of work the past week and uh, will continue to um, because this, you know, this experience for me feels it. So actually what I was going to say, something really positive that's come out of it. I mean, there's actually been a lot of positive that's come out of it, Mm -hmm. um, in terms of growth, learning. But for me, it's like, suddenly I feel so aligned with my purpose. It is ridiculous because it feels Mm -hmm. like in a way my purpose has been challenged a little bit. And the, I feel like I'm tapping into my higher self and the deepest part of me that's like, oh no, 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 this is my purpose, 1000%. And mm-hmm. I feel ready to claim it 1000%. And it's funny because like the fear that I used to feel about sharing the type of stuff that I am right now, like sharing all the woo-woo stuff or the intuitive stuff or the, you know, whatever, it's just completely gone. Like it's just, it's, I'm sure, I'm sure another layer will come up at some point, but right now it just feels gone and I've just been sharing so much more authentically and openly. And as I do that, I've been getting so much response from people that I never would have expected. So I mm. truly feel like when you have an experience that shakes you and basically like brings you to your bottom for a minute, like brings you to your low, just know that everything is being shaken in your life to make way for this new part of you that needs to come in. It's it's like due time for you to expand into and embrace this bigger part of you. And so, yeah, all the stuff that doesn't match that, it's going to shake up and come up. And I actually was getting this intuitive um, vision for the past week of someone throwing up, throwing up, throwing up. And I was like, ew, I hate this. Why do we keep seeing this? And finally today I realized it's because I'm being shown that we as a collective are purging right now. We're purging all this stuff that we have been running from and that we have not um, that doesn't align with who we are and who we're becoming. And so, yeah, it's it whether you're physically throwing up, because I've had a lot of people tell me they're physically throwing up, or you're energetically like seeing all this stuff from your past come up and it's extremely triggering, just know that that's happening for you. Like that's happening because it doesn't resonate with you anymore. It's time to let that go. And, uh, you know, as much self-soothing and self-love and... Uh, surrender as possible right now is going to be really good in this process. Um, you know, it's really interesting that you said throw up. What? So you, we all know, well, I don't know if you guys know this. So Alexa and I know this when the caterpillar turns into a butterfly, it goes into mush, right? Yeah. Did you know how it does that? It actually spits acid on itself to kill its body so no. it can transform into a butterfly. I did not know That's that so part. cool. I didn't know that part either. And so my husband was telling me this and this past week. And I'm like, well, why can't it just be born a butterfly? Why does it have to like <laughs> dissolve and like essentially kill itself yeah. to do that? 
And they and his response was because that's not how this world works. Mm-hmm. The butterfly understands that being the caterpillar isn't what it's meant to be. It's meant to be a butterfly. Oh, snap. So sometimes it has to dissolve itself or kill itself in order to transform. Oh, shit. That's wild. Mm-hmm. Alex is insightful. Um, every now and then. Don't tell him, everybody, all right? <laughs> don't tell him. Only the people that listen to this podcast. Only the people that listen. It's fine. Um, yeah, you know, I was just thinking about that, that, like, it's like we all, from my perspective, we all choose what type of life experience we want to have, right? And that could match up to that of a ant, or it could be a person, or it could be a tree. You know, it's really about, like, Because think about each of these beings, they kind of have very different existences in terms of length, in terms of like mobility, in terms Mm -hmm. of size, you know? And that changes their perspective on everything. The ant sees something extremely differently than the human or the tree, right? So the butterfly, what a beautiful, unique decision to come into a lifetime knowing. And actually, I think humans, certain humans make this decision as well, of course, but it's very decisive that if you become a butterfly, you know, okay, I'm going to live sometime as this being, and then I'm mm-hmm. going to rip myself apart and become something <laughs> extraordinarily beautiful, but it's going to be painful AF, right? Yeah. It's weird. It's interesting. And But it's going to be so, again, the lowest low being ripped apart is so worth it to get those incredible butterfly wings. Are you kidding me? Like to be able to fly, you get yeah. to live the life of being the caterpillar it gets to eat a ton and then grow wings and fly and be like the lightest thing ever, right? It's like, mm-hmm. it's so wonderful. And so I think as humans, we're very similar. You know, a lot of us have these, <clears throat> a lot of us have these similar trajectories, especially light workers. You know, we live part of our life as one being and then we have an awakening and suddenly it's like we're being ripped apart and kind of have to go through some painful stuff in order to get our wings. And so the lows are always worth the highs, you know? They always are. And um, and if you're going through some challenging times right now or some lows, because God help us, Mars in retrograde is unforgiving. Um, <laughs> my God. Um, <laughs> that that planet stop. is just going and go. It's like, and it makes sense. Mars is the planet of communication and like war, you know? So, mm, um, yeah. So anyway, so just hold strong through this process and, uh, you know, and just like surrender. And, and like I said, like soothe yourself as much as you can. Do some tapping videos. Get grounded. Um, drink water. Eat well. And, and love yourself, you know. Really love yourself. Now is the time for self-love more than ever. This too shall pass. This too shall pass. And then once it's passed, you're going to be looking back going, oh, my God, I remember that. That was crazy. And you'll laugh. (laughs) You'll laugh, you know. Like, you'll be like, oh, my God, that was a wild ride. (laughs) So, yeah, this too shall pass. Um, Thank you all for being a part of our community. We value, love, and appreciate all of you so much. And this has been a wild ride being a part of this podcast. Like, oh, my God. It's like, how has this been two years? It feels like not that long and way longer all at the same time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> anything else you want to share, Ambie? 
Hmm. Um, no, I feel complete with that. I just, um, I do want to share that we have a lot of, we are starting to create more videos on YouTube, different types of videos. Yes. Uh, where we chat and go, go ahead. I was going to say, yeah, yeah, we actually, uh, one will be uploaded by the time this comes out. And it's all about aliens, um, UFOs, uh, mm-hmm. light code activations, and what else? I think that's it. I think that's it. It's, yeah. a, it's like a nine-minute video. So go check it out. It's fun. Let us know what you think. Do you like that content? Do you want more? You're going to get more either way. It's, uh, it's on yeah. our Inner Bloom podcast YouTube, and we'll link to that in the show notes as well. Exciting. Whoop, whoop. Uh, all right, everybody. Thank you so much. We love you so much. And until next time, keep on blooming. Bye. Bye, everybody. If you've enjoyed this podcast, we would love, love, love it if you would give us a rating and review on Apple iTunes or wherever you get your podcast. If you'd like to get in touch for a reading with Ambi, an EFT session with Alexa, or just to say what up, we would love to hear from each and every one of you. And you can email us at innerbloompodcast at gmail.com or follow us on Instagram and Facebook at innerbloompodcast. Until next time, remember, open your heart to the seeds of love and light and bloom from within.